Hello and welcome to At The 55, your home for OUA football. We have now made it to episode 6 of the off-season walkthrough tour. And as you know, we now stopped at the University of Waterloo to speak with some of the Warriors, talk a little bit about the state of that team and where they are heading to in the future. So let's jump into the episode. Greg Brand, offensive lineman, University of Waterloo. Number 55. Tyler Janowski, number 25, receiver, the University of Waterloo. Gordon Lamb, University of Waterloo, receiver, number two. And you're listening to At The 55. At The 55. At The 55, you know the vibes. All right, so Dakota, I'd be lying if if I were to say I wasn't a little disappointed with this trip because we at least initially thought we were going to be speaking with the the Ford brothers and we're not talking about the ones that uh you know have been involved in politics you just get juked out a little bit you know yeah and you hurtled over our interview he, he you know he's been known to do it a little bit not in interviews at least but hurdle and juke people um but after getting over that initial disappointment that Tyrell You're and crying Trey, for a while I you know what I it's it it's it's okay to cry uh, especially when you think you're going to be speaking with the one of the best quarterbacks in Ontario. But nonetheless, despite uh, Trey and Tyrell uh, being in Niagara, we were able to sit down with uh, offensive lineman Greg Brand and uh, the I, – I, is there a – I forgot to ask these guys about this. Is there a nickname for Gordon Lamb and Tyler Ternowski? Like dynamic duo is just – too overdone at this point but they put up too many dope numbers to not have some type of a nickname for the two of them i'm gonna leave it up to you all right we'll, we'll come back no from no, no ab- just just you oh it's on oh, you you're oh, making boy. the nickname well we'll come back from this interview and we'll have a nickname by then hopefully but we'll see anyways here is greg brand tyler chanowski and gordon lamb Okay, continuing with the off-season walkthrough tour, we're here at the University of Waterloo sitting down with some of the star offensive players for the Warriors. To our right, we have Gordon Lamb, Tyler Ternowski, and Greg Brand. Thank you guys so much for joining us here today. Thank you for having us here in your home. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Start off, just uh, go around the horn. How's the off-season been going for you guys so far? Uh, off-season been going well, and uh, we've all have been training at the same gym. So we've all been just keeping each other accountable, getting in the same work. It's been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all set TNT with Jesse Collins right now. There's a lot of little Laurier guys that are prepped for the combine. All the Waterloo guys are prepped for the combine there. So yeah, we're all working. And so yeah, they pretty well covered it. It's uh, I think our the rest of our team's doing pretty good too. We got DA doing our our lifts and stuff. So I think that as a team, we're doing well with the off season. And so that, you'd mentioned with working with some of the Laurier guys there, kind of leads into one of the other things. We wanted to talk about being that uh, the three of you are going to, well, we have Gordon going to be at East-West coming up, Tyler, the, the national CFL combine, Greg, the regional. Uh, so have you been doing specific training for that aside from what the, the team does? And yeah. if so, how's, how's that been going? What kind of stuff do you guys work on for that? Yeah, that's a, that's like the Jesse Collins training is is a lot of combine prep. We've had field work, thank God for the field house, cause fuck, if we had to go outside, that would suck. <laughs> but like, we have the field house to like work. So the Laurie guys can come, well, can come. They're not supposed to, but they still do. They like come and we all like get working together. Cause everyone's like working for like the same stuff now. Like everyone wants to go pro. And so Tyler, for you going to East West last year, and uh, you obviously have uh, a few more teammates than just Gordon going to be uh, participating this year. Have you had any words of advice you passed on to them, or is there anything that you learned from that experience that uh, you care to share with any guys, uh, perhaps 
hoping to go to East West or going there. Yeah. yeah, just like get to know the guys. It's like like before I went to East West, it was always like, oh, I, f- I hate those fucking guys at York. I hate the guys at Laurier. Like, I, like you don't know any of them. And then you hang out with them for a week, and you're like, oh, we're all the same. We're all the fucking same anyway. So, like, just get to know, like, your guys. Like, get to know, like, your team. Like, you know, like I met guys I'm friends with now from, like, Saskatchewan and UBC. And it's just like, I'm like, now you, like, now you catch up, like, over the season. Like, oh, like, you know, like, how's your game or whatever. Like get to know everyone. Like I know a lot of the guys going to the national just from like East West last year. So like it makes me feel a lot more comfortable because I don't. I'm not trying to like fight everyone. I'm trying to like we can like help each other now. Right. So on that subject of sort of camaraderie and and brotherhood throughout the league, we've asked a lot of the guys we've sat down with so far um, whether there are other guys either at their position or guys they go up against week after week that they we can take this one of two ways guys who either you maybe look up to or you're just checking in with to be like, oh, that guy you know, puts up some nice highlights week to week. I want to see what he's doing. Or maybe personally, I want to compete with him. Um, or on the flip side, maybe there's guys that you're checking in because, uh, <laughs> well, maybe, maybe you don't have as much admiration for them. But either way, are there guys around the league that you, uh, you guys maybe keep tabs on throughout the year? Uh, maybe I can speak first on this. But for me, to keep it 100% honest, is this guy sitting right beside me because, like, I don't know every, when I every game because like every game like I'm like it's something that like we shouldn't be doing but like we're looking at our numbers and we're saying oh what did you get what did you get damn oh, yeah. damn okay okay I got you next game I got you next game type thing it's a little like I don't know something that we have going between us and I still think that like we are the best dual receivers in the league yeah, that like sure. U sports have seen in a while even like Love Grove and Corby Man, you gotta look at that offense. They did not run at yeah, all. Yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> they yeah, had no a... run game. Their only run game was Clay going around scrambling and trying to get around everybody, and they had no run game. Do you maybe wish that? Do you wish that you guys passed that much? Oh my god, that's what we did. That's what we did last year. That's what we did last year. But then, like, still, I still credit. I still credit Dion because he had oh, yeah, a hell Dion's of a season. He like he stepped oh, yeah. up big, and like that's why. Our, oh, yeah. our numbers were personally dropping the way they were because he picked up his game. Yeah. So, Which, like, I don't... we were still winning. Yeah, you <laughs> it know didn't what I mean? So, it didn't really matter. But, like, uh-huh. that's still something that, like, I don't know, just if there was anybody else in the league that, like, I like you said, look up to or compare my numbers to and check in here and there, it's definitely this guy, yeah. for sure. Yeah, same for me, man. Um, he's always, like, in the... We're always in the, like, top four for like receiving in like all categories year in, year out. yeah so like since we've been here we kind of been up there and man it's like you don't really have to look to like another team to be like oh what's that guy got like we make each other better every practice by like okay hey, oh he did that sick shit i want to do that sick for shit. sure <laughs> for sure yeah you the know practice I mean? the practice film is lit oh yeah practice, practice film is lit. Sick. i'll take a i'll take a turn here uh, i don't really like yeah i want to look at my teammates and like troy curtis makes me better every day um you know when jesse gibbon was here you look at that guy and he's the epitome Animal. of what an excellent alignment and work ethic is. But I think that looking around the league, like as an offensive lineman, you're always looking at the competition to say, okay, like who's the dominant force on their D line this week? Like, and you, you kind of look at that like week to week. Um, I think like uh, you, you look at a Guelph, you know, we were kind of talking about it earlier and you got, you got to respect the guys. Like they have a great front seven talent. Um, and I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say they don't cause that'd be a lie. Um, oh, yeah. but you look at those guys and you say, okay, if we can find a way to shut these guys down, then what's saying we can't shut everyone down. Mm-hmm. A team like Carlton, you got like Tevin Bowen up there. He's good. Um, uh, the other D end, uh, his two last names, Charles Brown or something oh, yeah. like that. 
he he came on this year. He's like, honestly, he like he, he was good. Like I, I'm not gonna lie. Like we mm-hmm. we didn't expect that. And I think those are the games that you kind of you you gotta like reevaluate and make sure you don't take for granted who you're going against. Uh, but I think like when it comes down to it, like you respect your opponent, but at the same time, you're always just looking for ways to beat them because obviously that's the name of the game. Um, but like if you're looking from a, a talking standpoint, there's definitely some guys that. You know, they, they talk a lot of talk, but, like, when they come up against our O-line, we, we find a way to shut them down. Um, I won't mention any names, but uh, a guy Do from it. Carleton Do with uh, the last name Bowen. First name Tevin, I don't know. Uh, you know, like, hey, great great football player. I'm not going to take that away from him. But, uh, you know, when years passed, he, he talked a lot. And actually this year he, he did a better so job of not fire. talking quite so much. So uh, but that might have been a credit to how we, we kind of shut him down in that game. So I think, like from my perspective, yeah, like we we see we see opponents, and we see that they're really good, but at the same time, like I know our O line, we're we're a solid unit. We're, I'd say we're one of the best up there in the country. Um, sure. We didn't get accredited that with the OEA All Stars or anything like that this year, but you know what? They just gave everything. Dion's numbers. Dion's numbers. Hey, I'm happy for Dion. I'm I'm more happy that he got that recognition because he deserved it. He was a workhorse this year. He battled through injuries. He yeah. he made he made things happen. Oh, you know, there's there's yeah. definitely some plays where. Maybe we didn't do the best job on O-line, but he gets 10 yards, and, and we're looking good because of it. So, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll let him take the recognition for that. I think he should have been a first-team All-Canadian. Oh, Everyone around here thinks he should have been. That's a little, maybe it's biased, but I think there was other coaches around the league thinking that too. But, yeah, I think that, like I said, we respect our opponents, but we're going to find a way to beat them. And you guys obviously know a little something about all Canadians, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Must be nice. <laughs> he is. I, I can't believe he didn't get, like, at least second team. Mm-hmm. That pissed me off so much. Like, man. He deserved like, it. Like, what was it? He was, like, second, or he was third for yards and then first or second for touchdowns. If anyone wants and to argue had, it, then they like, on more than welcome to just show, show like, the stat sheet. Hey, much. Uh, yeah. if they want to argue it, come talk to us. We'll let them know. So, right, man. so obviously you guys, you know, you feed off each other and you guys have some great confidence. And I think you look at the stat sheet, you, you can see why. Um, is there anyone on the other side of the ball, though? Maybe not, you know, that you're, you're checking on, but you're like, I'm excited to go against this guy. So, for example, we sat down with Ayo Ajayi and he said he loves going up against you. Uh, he said you're, you're faster than you look. And we didn't want to say it's because you're white, but I think it's oh, because 100%. you're... 100%. <laughs> Everyone looks at me and they're like, this guy's slow. Um, <laughs> is, you run weird. Man. Guy, I do run weird. Are there, any, are there any guys that you really enjoy going up against? I like to go against, like, it's kind of weird, but it's from high school, Mitch Garland from Mac. I mean, I've been going against that guy since, like, grade 9 and 10. Like, I like we know how we play. Like, in first year when we got crushed by Mac here, it was just like, oh, that's like one nothing between us. Second year, didn't play him. Third year, we crushed them here. And then it was kind of like, oh, it's 1-1. And then this year, he didn't even play. So I didn't get to play against him. I was kind of disappointed about that. But, you know, one last, hopefully not one last hurrah, but, like, hopefully he gets pro and hopefully he does get it, like, the regional. Yeah. For me, that's Mitch. And for, for me, I think uh, I think it's down the street, Willamoa. Cause we went to we went to St. Mary's High School together in uh, Kitchener, Ontario, and uh, we, I think, in his grade, cause he he came from Brampton, so in his grade 12 year, I was in grade, I was in grade 11, and uh, he was playing quarterback, I was playing receiver, and then we would flip and flop. I'd play quarterback, he'd play running back, and then like now that we're in university, it's like we still compete against each other, but then like we know that like. We knew each other like before we put on the pads that like pads the jerseys that like the rivalry all that 
So it's always love when I see him and play him because then, like, even though he doesn't cover me, actually, I seen something funny. Like, I, I didn't tell you this, too. It was, uh, I think my corner got injured during the Battle of Waterloo, and it was Malcolm. Yeah, he came out. No, it was Malcolm and, uh, and uh, Will, and they literally played rock, paper, scissors in front of my <laughs> eyes. I, like, I kid you not. They literally played rock, paper, scissors in front of my eyes, and then Will won, and then Will was, like, the corner covering me. So, like, that was, like, the one play. Like one series that I got to go against them, but like it's cool. So how, hold on, how does that make you feel that they were playing so the winner gets to cover you? Because you feel like it would be like, okay, loser, ah, dang, I gotta go cover this guy and get burned now. So I they think, were looking to step up for the challenge. I, I think guess. it's good because like they know they they know how important the Battle of Waterloo is, and I guess like that goes a tribute to show like how important I am to the game too. And they wanna each of them feel like they're the better defender, and I guess they want to display their showcase. So it's well, good. Let's get into the Battle of Waterloo a little bit. This past year was obviously such an incredible game. One for obviously, the books. One for the books for sure. <laughs> yeah. One for uh, the books. Obviously, you guys, you know, could have ended a little bit better for for you, but I guess just with the resurgence of Waterloo over the past decade, it's really turned it into, you know, it's it's such a showcase of the rivalry, but also now two incredibly competitive teams. So whether it's this past year in particular or just other games, other Battle of Waterloo games you've participated in, what's that atmosphere like? It was like, in, in like my first year and in my second year, it was kind of like, it was just, it was not just like the, just about one of it was just like kind of another game for like Laurier. It was, yeah, it was like, <laughs> like yeah, I can't they, lie, in the first oh. year we played them, I thought they were going to run out of fireworks. Oh yeah, man, they were. I was getting a little, a little aggravated that oh. time they scored through fireworks up. We played like, in hey, smoke. Guys, we get it, like, like. We're gonna go on eight this year. Like you guys are sick. Like we're we're getting yeah, a little tired of it. Understandable, whatever. I, I'm sure we do the same if we had the chance. Like I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Like was it that year? Was it the year? It was at Laurier? Yeah. yeah for our I first was, year, you were. I think you were. A I was there. I was there as a recruit for, yeah, Laurier, for Laurier. Like after I verbally committed, and yeah. I'm there watching the game, seeing Waterloo get smoked. Yo, take this in. There's somebody in the stands. Like an alumni in the stands. He was sitting there. He was talking to his buddy over there. I think he just trunk out of his mind. He's saying. Bet me, bet me, 500, 500, lawyer gets to 80, 500. <laughs> I'm there sitting there from the back, and I'm there. I'm here with uh, Tristan, the quarterback from London, because uh, we were both there uh, visiting. Not, yeah. I'm there with his family, and we're there literally like, oh, my God, like, yeah. Waterloo is actually terrible. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're yeah we, needed, we needed that year. I think, like, uh, that was the last year we went 0-8, and, and that was our first year. I think that yeah. I think it built a lot of character, like, as cliche as that sounds, like, to not win a game all year, that's that's tough to do. And, like, to want to have the drive to come back and, and do, like, possibly repeat that. But, like, our mentality was we're not we're not doing that again. Like, that was – that sucks. So, we're not letting that happen again. Yeah, there was something changed the, the following year. You guys – there was a certain player that came yeah, in. Trey Ford. That, that's, yeah, that's, I heard, I heard about him. him. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's all right. He's, 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 he's decent. He's yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people think he'd be better as a receiver, but that's just, you know – Maybe the CFL, the, but the, ter the terrible CFL scouts. Yeah, I don't know. I'd keep that guy at quarterback because it makes my life easy. Man, he is—he is a freak. Shout like, out to Burr for believing in him as a quarterback, oh, yeah. giving him opportunity to be. Everyone was like recruiting him as like a running back mm -hmm. and a receiver. That's like I'm a quarterback. Yeah, he came he here. Looks stupid now. And then he worked Man. with uh, Coach Behe, worked yeah. on his fundamentals, and it became like what he is now. And oh yeah, when we got him and Behe, that was, was like it. Like Dude, our offense just mm -hmm. like started. He's kind of like another one of those game. recruits that like you hear he's coming in and you hear all the hype about him, but as guys already on the team, you're kind of thinking like, oh yeah, like lots of guys get hyped up and stuff. Oh, yeah. You watch this kid's highlight tape in high school, and you're like, 
okay, he's not going to be able to run around like that in the OUA. Like, <laughs> it doesn't happen. No. And then I remember saying it, was our, it was our first scrimmage against Western. Yo, that day was crazy. It was that crazy. Day was this, crazy. Guy, this guy was taking uh, reps. That and day was crazy. His first rep or his first series he was taking reps, it was red zone. This guy, like, it was some 60 pro, like, he was, he was rolling out or something, looking for a pass, didn't see anything, rolled all the way back around the field and proceeded to roll all the way back, back. around to go score mm-hmm. a touchdown. And that's when we knew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's when we knew. We're like, oh, like this guy can do it. Like, and it was oh, like it was against like Western too, yeah. and it may not have been against their starters or like the first team, yeah. but it's still Western, you know. And like for us to do that that early, it was just a glimpse of like what we can do in the future or what like he can do as well. And like look at his sick. tape, and you can see it. Well, so clearly it's had such an impact on the on the team. You too, obviously. Your stats, I'm sure, are, are oh, will we'll thank sure. Trey yeah. and, and what he does. But so he comes in off that 0 and 8 year for your, your, your both of your first years, the 0 and 8 mm-hmm. year. And then Gordon, you come in the same year as Trey, right? Mm-hmm. Four and four. And so not to be a bit of a Debbie Downer, but you go four and four. Trey wins the Rookie of the Year. Oh, All the hype's starting to build, right? Mm-hmm. Waterloo's yeah. back. Bertoya's, you know, brought yeah. this swagger, this new yeah. look from Western. All this stuff. And the yeah. following year. All Canadians trade. I mean, wh- not to go on a tangent. What's the bigger snub? Dion not getting All Canadian this year, or, or Trey not winning the heck no, trade? D- yeah, the year prior. But mm-hmm. put that aside. He wins OU MVP. Yeah. Another four and four year. Yep. Lost to Guelph. Yep. That's how it goes. That's tough. This year, go four and f- go four and four again. And I got to admit, I'll, just as a fan of what you guys have been doing, not just offensively because we talked a bit before defensively, you guys got ballers as well. Mm-hmm. That it's now. It was three consecutive four and four years, and I got a feel from I say it from an outsider with no real vested interest in you guys, <laughs> but just as enjoying the sport. It's a bit disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, What's the feeling around here, knowing 100%. the talent you guys have, and knowing that you just haven't quite gotten there yet? I think it's a it's a different four and four. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. our first four and four, we beat the teams we should have beat. Uh, this year, we beat the teams we should have beat, minus I don't even know who we lost to, to be honest with you, but. I think that Western game in the middle of the year, obviously everyone was talking about it because we were right there. Like we were, I think that loss was more of a win. Like, like every, wrong, I'm not shot. trying to, not trying yeah, to pump like, up Western here because, hey, honestly, they, their defense didn't do as well as I thought they would have. Uh, we ran all over them. Uh, it was definitely an offensive shootout. Uh, they got some lucky bounces, and I think that's that's why they won the game. Now, obviously, that's a biased opinion because I play for Waterloo, um, but I think that game kind of showed us like. Okay, this is the team to beat, and we, we should have beat them. We, we could have beat. We, yeah, we I think, in the second half, every time we had the ball on an offense, we went and scored. Like it was, we knew that you know what, this is gonna be an offensive shootout. I'm not discrediting our defense; they did they did a good job, but we we knew we had to do every drive. We had to score because it was gonna be that kind of game. They had a great offense; it's, it's no joke. Like merge is the but truth too. That, this He's four and four, yeah, it sucked. Like it sucked to go four and four. Like, obviously, you don't want to go 4-4 four, four, three years in a row after coming off a 1-8. You think that you're going to go up, 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 up. But, mm-hmm. like, again, we feel like we should have won every game aside from a couple that, you know what, yeah, we, we didn't play our best football. But we know that if we do play our best football, we can beat any team in this league. Uh-huh. Um, uh, when we click, like, we click, man. Like, if we just – all everything meshes together. The run opens the pass, and when the pass is going, it opens up the run again. O-line's moving people, Trey's – juking everybody out of their socks yeah. hurtling people now i don't know where he got that from but. <laughs> yeah yeah so and i don't know i think for like for our first year going four and four i think like i think that year of finally winning four games 
I think that one was more for the culture and the atmosphere in this locker room and for the alumni and like the local fans for here. And then finally going four and four again the next year, I think that was like our talents like starting to like merge together, mm-hmm. kind of like form together. And then this year going four and four and winning a playoff game, I think that's like us finally almost getting into like our big boy pants and like almost signing out of this league because Ty's a vet in this league, Greg's a vet in this league, and I'm almost a vet now. And I've been saying it like since we came here. Once, once we're the oldest age groups in this league, I think like I don't know. I think it'll be game over for everybody. And now that we're approaching that time, or stepping just upon that right now, I, I think we'll surpass four and four, and hopefully you get into I don't know. I don't want to say numbers, but <laughs> hopefully you pass four and four. So on that point, regardless of whatever success you guys achieve in the next year or two years. Two, three years' time, there won't be a Greg Brand here, Tyler Janowski, Gordon Lamb. There won't be the Ford brothers. Do you guys feel, though, the legacy you're leaving, though, for this organization as a whole is going to continue in the trajectory that you have started? Oh, yeah. yeah. We can yeah. only hope because we can just play our heart outs and try to interact with the recruits that come here, show them the facility, show them the, the life of Waterloo, show them how we're living, show them what we do on a day-to-day basis to try to hope to continue on. We can't force anybody to want to come. I know people are always going to be attracted to the Westerns because of their past history, and that's just natural. But if if there's, we got to attract the individuals who are seeking change because Waterloo is changing to being one of the top-tier teams here. So for the individuals who are seeking change and seeking to make a difference in the league, we just got to show them what we're about, what we do here, how we train, how we get better, how we interact with each other. And that's all we can hope for. Yeah, for sure. On that note, what's the recruiting process like here, whether it's when you all were recruited or I imagine maybe you guys have hosted recruits coming in, when you're a stone's throw away from Laurier? And so how do you how do you factor factor that into the pitch when you're trying to obviously sell people on a place that they can live for the next you know four or five years, but knowing that that's also might be the same pitch that Laurier is giving? Well, Waterloo yeah. makes the playoffs. Oh, hey, that's that's, that's, Sorry, that's I, a I didn't know. I wanted to say I like it. You I like it, but it's a heater. That is true. I like it. I think the one thing that we pitch in this. Sorry, Laurier, but we got better education. Um, and realistically, at this day and age. A lot of people know you need the education to go with the, the football. Um, you know, I'm not saying Laurie doesn't have education. Obviously, they got basket weaving or whatever. But <laughs> you know, we got like we got like some good programs here. Now, I won't discredit their business program. It's yeah, it's really tough to get into. It's yet. it's state of the art. But you know, when they, when people come here, they, they have a different. There are a lot of different options and and good careers with co-op and things they can get. And I think that. You know, it used to be one of our weaknesses is how good our education is yeah. because guys couldn't get in. But I think there's such a like, there's, there's such, such a strong, there's, such a, strong there's a big push on guys getting grades. So now it's it's our strength. You know, we have yeah. one of the best schools in the world. So why wouldn't you come here and play football and and be successful at football as, as well, well as get a great education? Well. Because I think kind of going back to what we said earlier, we're changing the culture of what our team is. And if it's the last thing that I do, it's going to be making sure every one of those younger guys, when I leave, that they're they're more ready than what they were when I when they first came. You know, it's I think that's a big role of of, of veterans and leaders. It's not necessarily just playing the games and, and winning football games, 
but I think it comes down to leaving something better than what you you found it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's all of our goals as vets. And I think that's why we we work so hard to make sure that you know we are pushing those younger guys. We are encouraging them to do better. Um, and I think that recruits see that too. I think that our culture that we've built over these past four years has shown a lot of these recruits that these guys are for real. Mm-hmm. That, like they don't mess around. Uh, but we're also we're all we're a really close group. Like we're yeah. we're brothers. Like it's and I know that can go for a lot of the teams in the only way, but you know, it's man. it's hey, something it's that it's a different brotherhood when you go 0 and eight. Yeah. In your first year. It's, you it's gotta, different. You do man. that together, you win together, you lose together. It's I, that, I like weaves out all the people that don't want to be on the team. Like yep. all the people that don't want to like try and push through. How many guys do we have in our recruiting class? Yeah, we had like sixty. We had like or sixty something. guys coming in our first year. I think there's probably like fifteen to twenty left, maybe. Yeah. So, so what's that? What's that like? Because obviously, um, I've I've coached a few kids around the league, and some went to MAC, and obviously you you go to MAC and you go six and two your first year, and then some went to U of T, and they've played their whole career where they've maybe never lost a high school game, never lost like a yep. community mm-hmm. prep game, and then they go into a program and you don't win. What's like? Is that like being punched in the mouth pretty much? Oh like, yeah. This is the completely oh, yeah. different. It's a kick in the nuts like, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you, we knew what we were going into. Oh yeah, I knew. You know, I we, knew we, my we first year. Knew. I I wasn't expecting. But like, but like, like knowing the, knowing you're gonna lose and then actually. Not it's different. It's different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like, it's easy to say. It's easy to be like, yeah, oh, I watch, people, I watch like, people lose all the time. You know and the, then first, <laughs> the first year, it's easy. Like, sure, we'll go on eight, fine. But like, when you actually live that, it gets frustrating. Oh yeah. Like, it's not like you're not. You're not like you're not in the weight room trying or even no. just trying. Yeah. 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 But it's hard to do. Like, I came in at 17. Yeah. It's hard to compete with guys like Ruben Butcher, who's six five, 350 pounds, <laughs> and I'm out here 17 years old, like six two, two like 80. And it's like short yardage. Okay, go against him. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. Like I, I'm super excited <laughs> yeah. about that. No different than Laurie, Jalen Price. Like these guys are men, and we're all coming in here as as yeah. boys. Like our average age was 18.8 in our first year. Jeez. Like I couldn't grow. So we had a, we had a fifth like, year high school team. It, yeah, like we were, like, we were a really good high school team in our first year. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. we had a lot of good players, and I'm not going to discredit all the vets. We had good players as vets. Uh, Benny K, Jordan Hoover, like all those guys, yeah. but there just wasn't enough of them. They didn't yeah. have enough guys stick around because they, they were losing. And unfortunately, a lot of guys don't like to stick around when you're losing because it's easier to, to leave when someone's losing than to stick around when you're winning, right? Yeah, like so we, Like we said, like we came in with 60 guys. But we have like 20 or 15 left. Like those guys came in with probably like 20 class. or 30, and then they only left with like two or three seniors. Like yeah. Our last senior – or like a couple last years of senior night, it's been like – except for this year, it was like – three two and like one senior in my first year like there was yeah, like no se- no one stuck around five years or four years to no. on the team like no Not one did well you know on the on that note um a former teammate that i played with going back gosh i, I don't even want to throw out a number because i already feel old just thinking about it but russell kovshov who played here from late 2000s into the early 2010s was part of obviously the, the scandal that happened here at the Good university. Times, yeah. And well, it was interesting because we talked with him last year and that was a big theme that he echoed about his time here, which was that there were just very few guys who stuck it all the way through to from the first year they got into the program until their last. Um, so it's, it, but the same, making the same point though, the guys that did make it all the way through, that camaraderie was tighter than, you know, maybe anyone can experience going to really any other program so it does give 100%. you a bit of a, it's it's a weird that it might give you a leg up in that sense yeah. in, a, in a backward fashion there um so now looking forward to this year let's assume obviously 
everyone obviously wants to see you playing in the CFL this upcoming year. But let's assume we get everyone returning, right? Yeah. What's this team? What's the outlook for this team? I don't want. I don't want to say anything. But for numbers now. Here he asks for numbers. Man, we. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to give you a a number. But no numbers. No numbers. But 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 we'll be more mature for sure. Oh yeah. In the way we play, the way we carry ourselves, our attitudes towards the game, our mindset will be more mature because we'll have Ty, Kurt, Greg, all these guys in their fifth year, in their last year out, and. They're gonna to want to leave on a bank just the way Lau yeah. Frecha left out. Like, imagine we just have our pretty much our whole offense except for one year older. One like the one years like who like the Bo the Bozmias, the Bozmias, a couple of receivers. Yep. Like. Can't pronounce Bomier either. Bomier, Bomier. Bomier. It, it, it gets butchered all the time. All the time. Like, all the time. I couldn't even. I didn't even know the difference between them. The two for a long for a time. long time. And like my time. first and second year, I. The twins. We got two more twins coming in this year. Yeah. yeah. All kinds of twins in this team. Oh yeah. This is a family team. So if you want to come, you know what I mean. Get our mate. I'm not gonna lie though. Uh, I gotta. I gotta call my boy uh, Jacob Zott from Mac. This guy uh, says he's ready to fight for that Yates Cup. I just want him to know, like, we're gonna be there. We're we're up for the fight. Um, I know I know they're they're confident in their team, but you know all in good competition. You know we're coming for it. I'm not I'm not oh, gonna yeah. sit back and, and let them take it again because uh, we feel like we we could have won it this year. Um, but yeah, I think they just, have to uh, come to us, don't they? Next year if we play them, they yeah, come to we'll us. Yeah, see in the playoffs. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that also touches on the fact that in the last, especially this year, but maybe in the year before as well, the OUA's like. Competitiveness has grown. Oh yeah, absolutely. By, there's no, there's by a huge no, like, it, it, it honestly game. used to be. Let's be. It used to be Mac and Western, and then kind of yep. who who's going to have to maybe yeah. play in the playoffs. It was a Guelph for a few yeah. years. It was Laurier yeah. for a few yeah. years. It was Western. kind of those top three. Now it's like yeah. UFT's beating Laurier. Yeah, yeah that was crazy. Then we beat crazy. we beat UFT and Laurier beat us, and then. Like, there's a whole mix-up of stuff going on, so, like, every game counts now. Which I guess kind of also leads into oh, yeah. my, my favorite question of this whole tour. Um, obviously, you guys, it came down to the wire for playoffs. Yeah. Um, you know, thankfully for you guys, you made it. Did you guys know the, the mathematical situation yeah. that was if going they had on? lost by one more touchdown yeah. or something, they mm-hmm. would have got in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just glad that those guys, hey, I'll respect them because they wanted to fight till the end. Bro, and that we got us in. So crazy. I, know. I was like, hey, yo. It was, <laughs> so, but, but, but put yourself, say you're in that situation. Would you understand if a coach said, hey, let them score touchdowns so we make the playoffs? No. Come on. You can't I, accept I, I would have done the same thing. I would have been, been trying to win that game. Yeah. I wouldn't have sat back. Oh, and, 100%, 100% I'm not saying win the game. But, you know, there's 39 seconds left. There's a chance. 12. You're already down 12. Yeah. You need to lose by 18. Don't tell me there's a chance. Hey, hey. But, he, but here's the thing also. Like, we, Pride. Come on. Look at the coach who runs that shit. Falls, Falls he's yeah. a solid Falls guy. Not, not he's a guy. Guy. He's, he's not going to grow like that. That's what you got to think about, too. Nah. See, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back, you know, whenever you guys are retired and you maybe hey. decide, decide to start coaching, I'm going to ask you the same question because – if I thought I about, if that. I was a player no, and I, I had my helmet on, I'm like, there's, there's not a chance I'd want to lose the game. But now as a coach who wants to make the playoffs no matter what, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I think it comes down to the message. I know where you're coming message. from. Because anything can happen message. in the playoffs. Hey, I know you want to make playoffs. I know you want to do that. But what kind of message are you going to send your guys saying, hey, there's a chance that Waterloo loses. So are we going to throw the game But you, But you had already lost. You had already lost at that point. Fair. All right. I don't know, man. It's tough. Know. So wait, but what would you wanted them to do? You what would you, you have wanted Laurie no, you, you, to what? You, well, for as me, I don't care. I'm no, not, no, no. Laurie can do okay, whatever you as want. The, as the... You go into that game and you say, okay, look, guys, we need to win to make the playoffs. But if it comes down to it and we're losing by a certain amount, the only way we're making the playoffs is by losing by a little bit more. 
So you're gonna look at your team and you're gonna tell your team if we're gonna lose, we're we gonna lose, lose by, by a little bit more. <laughs> what kind of head coach are you doing that? You oh. That's not a leader. <laughs> you don't want that one, leader as your. I'm, hold a, on, hold I'm a head coach. I'm no, a head coach that, no, that could win anything in the playoffs because I beat on. Waterloo no. in triple overtime. Anything no. can happen in the playoffs. No way. I, I know what uh, you're saying. Yeah. I think nah. that's a tough message that's to send tough, your team. Yeah. Oh, it is for sure. Like it's hey, and if I knew, if you did that the year before, and I was coming in university, I knew that that was the head coach at whatever school. I'll go across the street. No, I understand. Some people have There's certain no opinions. There's no but way. There's no way. Here, but here's my one other thing. There's no way. In a year or in two years, except for maybe me, no one's going to remember that, whether they made the playoffs or not, no, or whether they had to lose My principles are going to stand the same in the no, year. No, that's fine. Years. I, and I respect that. And you don't go all like that around me. That's just me, you know? <laughs> and that's fine. Oh, that's fair. I don't, but I don't also, know. they would have made the shout playoffs. Shout out to Falls for not doing that, too. He's solid. Yeah. Yeah, you guys would have had an extra spot. It would have played out how it played out regardless. You wouldn't have played at all. But no, it would have played out how it would have played out regardless. Fair enough. Well, I just had to ask that question. Oh, yeah. Love it. Take, uh, taking a look towards next year, though, have you guys looked over the schedule? Any games that pop out? Obviously, oh, yeah. Battle of Waterloo, last game, game, game of the season. Game, game one. Game one. Game one. Yeah, oh, we're saying no more. Game we're winning one. that. We're winning that. Guelph, can't lie. We got to beat them. Like, we've been way too close. We gotta beat them. We went to triple yeah. overtime with them one year. We went to we lost in the last minute to them the year before that. I mean, guys last year was a hiccup. You know, we had some injuries. Like, oh, you know, the first year they played us, they disrespected us. You know, I, I wasn't on the team, yeah. thankfully, because it was uh, you know guys they didn't they didn't respect us. You know, they came out, and that was the year they won the eights. So they were a great team. Don't get me wrong. Oh wait, that guy. wait. Yeah. What about that game? What what did we yeah. disrespect yeah. That, that game? Yeah. That game. That so game. Was it, team? No, listen to this. Listen to this. So, I'm not going to name the coach that was the head coach at the time, but he came out. I won't say it. He came out, and they were up. You guys were up by, like, 70 points in the fourth quarter. Sounds about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. Hey, don't get me wrong. They were, they were on eight. Mm-hmm. And this guy threw a Hail Mary in the last minute of the fourth deep. quarter to go up deep. by another touchdown. Deep. It was deep. To me, that's disrespect. That's huge I'm coming for Guelph. Like, like I said, I'll respect my opponents. They're good, but we're going to beat them. Absolutely. The, from what I remember, the rationale was that we, we, there's well, no we rationale. Were, we were playing, no, because we didn't play. We weren't playing Western that year. So okay, the, and and that you doesn't mean points, it's any sorry. less disrespectful. But it's just okay. that we're not playing Western. So okay. in the event yeah. that we both end up, you need eight, points. No, yeah. you just need points. I I totally understand where that's coming yeah. from. Yeah. That's just I, I think that was the rationale. What whatever you take. But then like think about it from everybody else's lens. That's not from Guelph. As a coach, you're debuting. First home game, on the last play of game. That's what they do as a recruit watching. I was at that game and I was as like, recruit that's, watching. You didn't. That's I'm, harsh, like, I'm watching over yeah. here with yeah. the mobs. I'm like, oh my god, no yeah. way. I don't want to come oh, yeah. here, no, bro. That, that kind of put a sour taste in our mouths. <laughs> like, and you know, it, it. We weren't even here yet, but we come yeah. in and 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 Bert, Bert tells that story. I fucking hate Guelph. Because, <laughs> hey, because he feels that disrespect and yeah. and oh, you know yeah. he's he's our he's our guy. Like, you know, you fight for each other and. Hey, he feels that disrespect, and we feel it too. We're gonna we're gonna go out and we're gonna fight for him, right? So, so we I mean, gotta come at them. Hey, I respect it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're trying to do everything you guys can to win. We're probably talking the most shit. To there's, Guelph too. there's 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 respect. We can't, know, yeah. we can't do spring camp. We can't we can't do we can't do spring camp with oh, Guelph yeah. anymore because we get in scrums. Oh, like it's Anytime all good competition, but it gets it gets aggressive because it's so chippy. Because it is a good rivalry. Like aside from the Battle of Waterloo, I think that's the next best rivalry yeah. for us. Anyways, beating Guelph would be way better than beating Western to me. I yeah, because th- it's just just because they of the talk history. a lot of shit. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie. Like, mm-hmm. they because, talk hey, a lot. They, and they can because they've won. 
but it, it lights the fire under us because we're saying, hey, like you guys aren't, you guys aren't better than us. Yeah. Like triple overtime, you got you got the better bounce. Like, you know what? Kudos to you. You won triple overtime. But I talked to guys on that team after that game, and they said they don't want to see us in the playoffs. Yeah. And where were we next week? We were in Guelph. Well, you know, again, things didn't swing our way. It sucks. It's it's tough to go play a team twice when you kind of you lay it all on the table because you think Especially that's your playoffs. That's just like heartbreaking. And if you won, if we'd won, we would have been somewhere here, else. Right? Yeah, we, 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 we wouldn't have been playing. Oh, we would have been playing McMaster, I think. If we had McMaster was second. Yeah, yeah we, we weren't. Play, we weren't like, play, sorry, it wasn't McMaster. It was we would have played another team if we had won that game. Right. But since we lost in overtime, we played Guelph again there. at Guelph. Yeah, so, like, you know, it's I don't know. Going back to like not like the year before my first year, it was disrespectful to the way we saw it. You know that that kind of built that rivalry right there. That that's when that was Bert's first year, and that's when he decided that's that's not going to stand. We're not going to let that happen ever again. And if we ever get the chance. We're gonna do it to that. Yeah. Like it's and we or do we'll that be to the York. bigger man. I don't know. We didn't we, do it. To we, yeah, in, nah. the, in second year because they crushed <laughs> us in our first year. Oh, okay, they yeah, crushed yeah. us in our first yeah, they, year. They beat us pretty bad. Like, we we're, we're we going in. We were throwing hail marys oh. at the end of the game. I'll no. just say that no, we, we, we were running the ball in the yeah, fourth we, quarter. Yeah, we were we up were. by sixty. We'll take that. Yeah, we didn't. We we played football, but we didn't throw hail marys in the fourth quarter to Tyler and say, "Oh, we need to we need to win this game by more." But hey, like I said, you guys got to do what you got to do to win. You guys won the eights that year. Kudos to you, but. It's still left a Good sour team. taste in our mouth. So but right after we see Western, we got to see Guelph right after. Yeah, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard like first week. It's no, I think it's better. I think it's really? better. Get it I think it's tough because every year we've played. I think this is part of the reason we go four and four, is we go to, we go to the teams we should beat, so we get comfortable. So I think you know like, and I, again, I don't want to disrespect any of these teams, but a team like Windsor, they're rebuilding. We should beat Windsor. They play you guys tough, though. Hey, they, they played. They I didn't play that game. I was concussed. Their Q is. Hey, Sam Gerrard. Under, I think he's one of the most underrated. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. I think he, you know, he, he he's obviously he's at Western. He was behind Merchant. He made a good choice transferring. Oh. He had OCQC out there with him. They had a good team. I'm not going to lie. But they're still in the rebuild. Um, so that's a team we should beat. A uh, team like U of T, they kept it close. It was a one field goal game. But that's a team we should beat. So we're playing all these teams early on. And then we get to the harder teams, and it's kind of like shell shock, you know? You get to a team that's highly competitive, and you're like, hey, we got to be better. I think it's better that we're going against these teams first. So we, we start out, hey, this is one of the best teams in the country. We're going to play, and we're going to beat them. So then we're going to go to Guelph. They're, they're, they're one of the next best in the, in the, in the conference. Okay, we're going to go beat them. And then you start moving, not necessarily down, but to these other teams that we're supposed to beat. I think that's, that's a better way to do your schedule than – hey, let's do all the teams we should be first, get our confidence up, but then we get complacent and we're not maybe as ready for a team like even a Carlton. They came out hot in the end of the year. You know, we beat them, but again, that was a game we were expected to win. We Our first mm -hmm. year we went 4-4. Four four. We had one of the best comebacks in, in oh, history. Like was, it was, was came back from like 20 game. points. Was it was sick. nuts. Like it was, it was ridiculous. Oh. And Deion Pellerin, again, another guy. He went, ran for two like 50-yard touchdowns. Yeah. But again, now it's, it's, now it's labeled that that's a team that we're supposed to beat. Legendary. So I think that coming out hot, I know guys are like, oh, you got to play Western first. I love it personally. Me too. Because guess what? They don't have a chance to, to adjust and get ready for us. We're going to come out and punch them in the mouth right. and beat them right away. And, and what are those trenches like? Obviously, Western, maybe not last year, the last couple of years, they've had a great front seven. And Guelph, we talked about before we started recording, yep. they, have a, they have a great front seven. So just for you, what are those, those trench battles actually I like? think Western was probably 
I, I, no, Laurier was the most sore I've ever been after a game, only because it went to triple overtime. Yeah, and you got a guy like Trevon <laughs> James and Sam Achpong in there, great players, but we bullied them. You know, our O line, we put everything on the line, and I think that that goes for a lot of O lines in this league because it's the position. You know, you're going to give it your all for your team, even though you don't touch the ball unless you're a center. I, I touch the ball every play, but I don't do anything with it. I snap the ball, and if it screw that up, obviously I screw the play up. <laughs> um, I think the most sore I've been is against against Laurier, but but a team like Western, you know, they're very sound yeah, D line, technical, but they didn't have the they didn't have the guys like they didn't have the bodies. They, they didn't year. have Simakenda. They didn't have mm-hmm. Tavius. They didn't have those finesse guys. Like, but they were like Austin Ford Miller, I think. Great stout player, Rossi. He's going to the combine too. Great player, but we bullied them. Like, like, and even the year before that, they had Holly there and stuff. I, I was on the bench, but our O line bullied them. Like, yeah. it's we have an O line that has the mentality that we're going to punch you before you punch us, and I think that it's fared well for us. And I think that that's a mentality that was ingrained to us when we got here. Yeah, Bert, we, that's a first Bert. training camp. We go through. What do we want our O line's image to be? Physical, right? Composed. We're not the guys throwing shots after the whistle, but we're gonna make you want to throw a shot at us after the whistle. Yeah. You know, like so we want grit. Like we have all these things that we lay out. This is what we want our O line's image to be. And I think we accomplish that with every team we play, no matter who it is. You know, a team like Guelph, you know what? Yeah, they beat us and, and it wasn't the kind of game we wanted this year. But a guy like Simakinda, you know, near the end of the game, me and him are talking. Hey, I respect him, he's a good player. Um, and he doesn't trash talk a lot. Like we, we go back and forth a little bit during the game, but he's telling me near the end of the game, like stop, stop hitting me. Like I'm, I'm done. Like it's, the game's done. And it's like you know what? I, I'm gonna go to the last whistle because that's what our mentality is. I don't care what the scoreboard says. If you're sitting there and you're just sitting waiting for something to happen, I'm gonna come hit you. That's that's what we do. That's that's what our mentality is. So I think that you know when you play against a team like Western who has a good front seven, play against a team who has a good front seven like Guelph. You know, like I said, we respect our opponents, but we know that we're capable of beating up anyone because we're more physical. So that's what I have to say about that. Clearly, Chris Bertoia, his impact has <laughs> made its way into the players oh, here and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, yeah. the culture. Yeah, that sounds like a, an offensive Absolutely. lineman's uh, coach. Uh, his words there. Right. Um, so then, with this upcoming year, um, I mean. Looking at you two, obviously offensive linemen stats aren't that big a thing, and I'm not going <laughs> to talk about numbers or anything like that. The made-up stats. What? Pancakes made-up stats. Hey, it's facts. Well, I'll keep track of you them. You see me on top year. of someone, it's a pancake. <laughs> but just from a personal standpoint, just because uh, the two of you have accomplished so many things uh, in your uh, sort of separate from the team's achievement, are there any like personal milestones? You obviously set a massive record th- this season um, for it was you sports uh, yards, right? Uh, last year, in my third years for the single season touchdowns. yards right. and touchdowns. Yeah. So are there, are there any other you know, milestones that either you are sort of keeping your eyes open for maybe hitting this coming year? Well, it all depends like, if I come back or not. Yeah, if the team, team wants to keep pending me, come yeah, pending I come back or not. What do you want to accomplish? Yeah, like, if I come back, obviously I still want to do like, really well, but like, man, if we don't win, oh. I don't, I don't care if I if I don't care if I break every Andy Fantu's freaking record there is, because like it won't matter. Like who, who cares? Mm-hmm. Like who cares? Okay. Yeah, like he ought to win. Like I, I could care less about numbers. Like I, I I got the numbers already. Like just just give me a ring, please. <laughs> I need one. Now, would you would you want a ring if you won the Eights Cup, or just a ring after Vanier? Oh, uh, I think the Vanier. Uh, it doesn't matter. I think Vanier. the Vanier. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I, I shade over here because he got a ring after the Yates, right? Yeah. yeah. But then so, like, yo, so it doesn't go, matter, go. yo. It's your personal achievement. Yeah, do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. Golf is. Do what you gotta do. When you win one, when you win one, you can say. You can't get one, or you yeah, can get sure. one, you know. But if, you, if we don't have one, sure Laurie got one do what too. They do. The okay, so, so because of 2013, I'm gonna say don't get a ring if you win one. Uh, a Yates? Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think you get a ring if you win the Yates. That's like a comp. That's like a. I guess NCAA. Why winning. not it's though? What do you everything. mean? Because you have what? games afterwards. So? Yeah, but like NCAA the ring ordered after everything. Hey, if you win the Vanier, then you're not gonna get a Yates ring. But if you don't win the Vanier, maybe get a Yates ring. I don't know. These are the first people that are on your side on this. Hey man, yo, I'd get one. If you win, you win. Get one. Even Guelph wasn't on your side. Yeah, no, that's true. The guys we talked to were too into it. Yeah, but they're all thinking. Here's the thing, though. Yo, here's the thing. Like, it's a memory at the end of the day. So, like, whatever you guys want to say about it, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna take it home. Then I get older. Hold on, hold on. And then they take it for you. Whatever happens, you know what I mean. But like, let's say I buy it and then I go home. I'm gonna place it in my house when I'm in the future, and we're gonna talk about it with my kids or whatever. That's that's what it's gonna mean to me later. I could care less if you guys should. I shouldn't get it. Or yeah, not. I think it, it depends so on think, how you uh, use it. That's a, it's a memory to me at the end of the day. Yeah, so. memorabilia. You know, I'm not gonna go to the bar wearing it because you feel me. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, then then you're a dick. I think it's more of a keepsake. Like, yeah. hey, I, I accomplished this because a hoodie doesn't last forever. Mm-hmm. I can't lie. Yeah. So I mean, I know a lot of guys get tattoos and stuff, but I think I think a ring would just be something you can carry with you. Solid. That's just me. I I'd like it for that keepsake, like Gordo said. But mean? like, I'm not wearing it to the bar to say, Laurier, look what I got," because yeah, they yeah. won one too. <laughs> hey, like everyone's won a Yates at some point mm-hmm. in their like in their existence of the team. Like it's. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not something to brag about. It's not something to brag yeah, about. Not, it's something for keepsakes. Someone talks shit. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of just because you, you mentioned the bar, what is the bar like after a Battle of Waterloo game? I think it's do like, you guys go to? Is it like a separate bar? Right. Or do you guys oh. both go to? I'm not gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> what? How about no, this? You can, no, you can straight, tell us straight. and then we'll cut it. It's yeah, smooth, I'm not gonna it's lie. Smooth. It's smooth. I'm like I'm, I, when we beat them for the first time, 15 years. That was the first time it felt good seeing a Laurier guy at the bar. Oh yeah. Does like the loser have to wait in line? No, nope. no. There's nothing. There's nothing <laughs> like that. Nothing no. like that. But like, I, I think it's more of a mutual respect thing. And I think Jeez. now that yeah, now that we did yeah, beat them, huge. it's it's not as much of a put down. Like it used to be, if you wore something Waterloo out, like or like oh, even in the town and stuff, they'd look down at you. Like, but now they Waterloo. know, like these guys are the real deal. And we respect them too, because you know what? We've been in battles now. It's not it's not the mercy killing of Waterloo. It's mm-hmm. it's a battle. Like triple like overtime. Triple overtime. Like when you battle, see the Waterloo like, players, it's like okay, it's like oh, like they play for Waterloo. Oh, they played Laurier. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. It's like the same level. Yeah, now. yeah. It's, there's saying, more of a mutual respect now than there was before, for sure. Oh, for sure. When we went up before. It was like <laughs> see Laurier. Like oh damn. Like I don't want to see this guy right now. Like, <laughs> But after we finally won and we showed that, you know, we can be a contender. I know they yeah, say oh, it was a hang. fluke and stuff, but they know fluke. they know very well it wasn't a fluke. Mm-hmm. They know that, you know what, we just, just a we're game. a competitive team now. That was a good and game. I think after working with some of the guys in the combine training and stuff like that, you know, like like the, like Ty said about the East West, you know, you get to know these guys. It's like oh, yeah. we're all here for this. That's what I'm saying. Like at this point, at this point now, like you, you get to know some of the players personally. Like Ente, I knew him before we came to yeah. university because we did the same seven on seven, and I know Willamoa, Coppin, like I knew from seven on seven. So like these guys, I really know personally. But then like, there's no need to have that high of animosity when we see each other. It's just yeah. just as like. We're not gonna fan over each other and say, oh, what's up, what's up, what's up." But like, they're gonna look at us. There's we're gonna respect, look at them, yeah. and we're gonna not, we're gonna not, and just keep it pushing. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm boys like the Laurie guys after East West because like hanging out with them for like a week, like 
And, and then you come back to like the same city and you think like, oh, those guys are freaking, like those guys are all assholes or whatever. Cause they put us like, they used to like put us down or whatever. But like when it's like mutual respect now and like getting to know them for like who they are, it's just like, you're all the same and you're all just chilling now, so. Well, but it's not all lovey-dovey though. That's no, only, you no, know what I mean? Off the field, you know? Yeah, just whistle, to keep it. Yeah, you oh, know, whistle, just, whistle, whistle is still chilling. Just to bring I, it back, I, just to bring it back. You know? I love, Don't get too I love soft Will, but like, yeah. man, I love Will, yeah. but like, man, when we play and we just like, we oh, go yeah. for like hits. Like, yeah, it's, it's not no, He talks a lot. He talks a lot. You gotta hit him, you have to. That was like the one thing. At East West, it's like, when like Marshall Ferguson asked me, he's like, so what are you gonna do? Like. After like this happens or whatever, or, like take pictures with the guys after like a regular season games, but like during the game, man, like it is. Like, it's I, I still it's don't so like, like. It's not like I don't like you. I just like I want to run through your face. Please, like just so in front of me. Turn the switch on. Yeah, but, like, but that that's what football is. Yeah. Like, when you when you put your when you put your exactly. helmet on, it's something completely exactly. different. Yeah. It's mutual it's respect. To Between the whistles, you're fighting. After whistles, you you you're just out there playing football. Like yeah. a guy, Austin Ford Miller from Western, great guy to play against. You know, like you battle with him. And there's no there's no shit talk there's nothing like that you battle with him he'll put you on the ground you'll put him on the ground you get up after you go to the next play it's never yeah. it's never all oh, your shit and stuff like that like it's it's a mutual respect and i think it's it's no different anywhere those are the guys you want to play against that's what makes you love the game because it's truly a battle between the whistles but after that it's a respect that hey we're all out here competing well it's almost yeah. disrespectful if you know the person you like you go easy on them like that's oh, all yeah. that's yeah, yeah. Like, that's, well not that's saying that's go easy but if you're not hitting yeah. them like yeah it's like, you're you're not, not, not i've trying. played my yeah. friends before but it's like whistle to whistle you gotta hey you get him in the mouth before they hit you what you're working with yeah like you have to well i personally don't didn't think i could get more excited for the battle of waterloo but after today sitting down with you guys and then some of the guys at laurier i absolutely cannot wait for it and i I imagine with it being last week of the season, I'm going to go out on a limb and say there's probably going to be some playoff implications oh, yeah. in that as well. Sure, so yeah. all the more reason to get so excited for it, all the more reason looking forward to this upcoming season. But the three of you obviously have really big events with East-West and the Combines coming up in the next few weeks. So for the both of us, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to sit down with us and talk a little Waterloo Warriors football, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Appreciate it. Appreciate Thanks. It. Once again, that was Greg Brand. Gordon Lamb and Tyler Turnowski. It's my little Monsters Inc. impression there. Yes, I'm going to say Dakota? I'm just going to leave that awkward silence for the listeners. <laughs> That's fair. It's it's deserving. It. And I have no other nickname other than saying Tyler Turnowski's name in the voice of the grouchy Mike secretary. Mike Wazowski. That's the one right there. Um, that was a lot of fun. That was uh, a great time. You know... I think, you know, you expect talking with wideouts kind of classically, they're going to say what's on their mind. And, and, you know, Gordon and Tyler did to a certain extent. But it was really the offensive lineman, Greg. About time. He, Tired of these humble, oh, I love everyone offensive lines. I like mean, you and Eddie. Yeah. Tired you, of it. Well, I mean, CJ, when we were in Windsor. Punched someone in the mouth. <laughs> CJ was a little vocal when we were in Windsor. But, yeah, Greg just really, um, you know. Held no was no holds barred, just going after it. And uh, I was not expecting the uh, the reference to a game I played in back in 2015 to be uh, part of the spark of a rivalry they have with Guelph now. So that caught me off guard a little bit there. But uh, you know, I, I thought I stood my ground on, on that stance. And there's I, another uh, team that wants all the smoke, and I'm here for it. You know, what? if if it if it drives the content, it drives the content, and we'll just be in, on the bus, you know, along for the ride. Um, but anything stand out to you from talking with those guys, Dakota? Yeah, why, Lamb, why are you so mad when I said Laurier should lose that game? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, let's... <laughs> you know, as we said when we were doing the Laurier episode, 
these were the guys and Gordon in specific who, you know, it it's it's a little surprising because it's one thing to say that you know in this instance where Laurier would have been able to get in, but it also would have kicked Waterloo out. So I mean, I guess from that standpoint, it makes sense. Well, that- no, he's like, I, I again, I get the player's point of view, but to to say you know if he was a, a kid watching this game and he saw a coach do that, he would never go to that school. I mean, it is what it is, you know. We both we both said our words, and it's it's all love. But I was just surprised that Waterloo would would be so passionate about that instead of just saying, you know, fuck Laurier. Yeah, but you know, no, and good, you know, good for them, and uh, be prideful. And you know, when you put the kind of numbers that those guys do out there, uh, they can pretty much say what they want. You know, one of the things that was cool being at Waterloo was seeing they gave us kind of a bit of a tour of the facilities, that brand new field house that they have in there. Which, which, sorry, just to bring it back. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't mention it in the Laurier episode. Laurier athletes, and this is going to sound so snobby, they work out at the regular gym. Yeah. Oh. They don't have their own gym. Yeah. What? What? I mean, what? The athletes don't have their own gym. And I know I'm sounding real snobby to anyone that hasn't played sports, but I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just surprising that they have to go and, you know, check in and maybe you have to sit around and wait for their, and I'm the, as I'm saying it, I realize how privileged it sounds for me to say that, but they have to go around and wait for, you know, squat racks and bench presses and you know, all that other stuff. They don't have their own facilities. And, and then there was Waterloo flexing saying, Hey, look at our new, look at the new field house where some of the Laurier guys joined them to do some of their training combine as training, well, yeah. which I mean, you know, for the combines coming and you know, what, what was really cool talking with Tyler, um, you know, with him having the experience at East West the year prior, um, just kind of about the bonds that, you know, he's formed with some of the other guys in the league. Um, and despite some of the trash talking that we talked with some of these guys about and, and guys, they, you know, get into it when they, when they line up across the field with them or across the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, it's cool just seeing that bond, how that bond forms with these guys and, and players from teams where, you know, once the whistle's blown the clock starts going it's nothing but haymakers and trying to take their heads off which it should be you know if anyone's ever watched brian dawkins like everyone's like oh he's the nicest guy ever and then he puts his helmet on he's wolverine and rip someone's face off and obviously not in a dirty sense where you know someone's being tackled in in a pileup and you kind of twist their ankle a little bit reference to something um but you know i I respect the heck out of someone who's like yeah i don't care for my friend i'll punch you in the mouth and then we're gonna smile afterwards it's it's the same in any sport i've ever played well and like you said in that interview where it's like it would be disrespectful to not give someone your all when you know you're competing it's the same thing i tell my kids when they practice i'm like if you want to go easy on your friend but you guys are both gonna suck when it comes to game day because you decided to play patty cake instead of blocks 100 100 percent. so that was the University of Waterloo, once again, thank you so much to Greg Brand, Tyler Ternowski, and Gordon Lamb, and uh, Coach Conway for kind of helping us set some things up there, kind of organizing the logistics with those guys. Unfortunately, he wasn't there. We didn't get to uh, meet him in person. But once Hope again, you get your shirt, man. Yeah, if, if, you don't, if, you didn't, if you have not received a shirt by now, you need to go see Tyler, Greg, and Gordon because they have your shirt. Facts. We don't, I guess we don't have that exchange on camera, but anyhow, I'm sure you're wearing it safely by now. So that is... The Kitchener wear, wear it dangerously. <laughs> that is the Kitchener Waterloo episode back to back. Um, that was a lot of fun. And where are we driving next? We are now making the East Coast trip, <sighs> the second longest trip. We are heading out to the I nation's mean, capital. I mean, it might be the longest because we got to stay over. We are. We are doing a little weekend road trip, hitting up Ottawa, 
going to see uh, Carlton talk to some Ravens, the uh, the team that uses the hashtag bird gang. We'll see what they feel about UFT doing all this bird gang I mean, stuff. I, I qu- a quick reply would be uh, they won more games and they made the playoffs. That would, that would be my quick reply. And, and their was, mascot's also a bird. If what? I was if I was Carlton, yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> but I mean, just you know, PC culture. I don't know if UFT wants to be called the Beaver Gang. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. Beaver Gang's kind of fire. <laughs> Have you watched Airplane before? <laughs> so we are hitting up Ottawa. We are hitting up Carlton, and we are spending the night in Kingston. Going to talk with some people at the University of Queens on our way back to Toronto. I'm sure if we uh, if we make it back alive, because it'll be an absolute. How much marathon. Western? How much Western stuff can I wear at Queens? All of it. All of it. Okay, sweet. Give me some Western stuff. I'll wear it. I mean, I did. I did do that on the day they opened their new stadium. I I went to Queens for that Western game, in all of my Western attire, and I survived. So and I think we're sitting here in front of me. I, so I think I'll be good. A better man for it, I think. Yeah, but maybe for the interview, I'll I'll wear the Western stuff too. Yeah, you know what? How about this? Um, Schneids has to respect it. Schneids, Nesbit, you give us some Queens gear. Not a chance. <laughs> you give us some ne- Queens gear. Nesbit, there's not a chance. Maybe the maybe the blue hat with like you know the yellow cube, maybe because that's kind of nice. But I might I might you know catch on fire if I try and touch anything Queens. Well, all right. Well, we'll we'll have to uh, bring a fire extinguisher with us then in case. So that is a wrap for Waterloo and Laurier. Uh, We'll be heading out to Ottawa, as we said. So we'll see you next week with all that content here at the 55.